All right, we're back. And usually at this point, I want to give like a big intro of what's going on. Um, but we to let let the listener behind the scenes off off mic right now, right before we came on, we were in a rousing discussion about some golf topics. And I want to get to that as quickly as I possibly can. So without further ado, the surviving golf casting couch continues tonight with a uh, famed golfer, famed podcast host. Uh, good friend, member of of the victorious Team USA, uh, Nick. Welcome to the podcast. I know you're going to be bringing some strong, strong content tonight, so I'm actually excited to have you. Thanks, man. Appreciate being on too. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pick up where we kind of left off off air because I don't, I don't want to leave you know too much of our our content that uh, you know not being recorded. By the way, I have something stuck on my screen that says this meeting is being recorded. I can't get it off, so edits right in your face. Cool. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the, the whole news about the TGL, right? And me being a, a hardcore anti-liver because yep. TGA, I love I love all the guys that have been backing it. Rory's Rory's my guy. Rory's someone that I, you know, famously would probably take over Tiger. You know, like I just uh I'm a huge fan and and you know, I think the coincidental timing of him resigning from the PGA what guidance or, or advisory committee, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have you know, thoughts on thing. that, by the way. What's that? I have thoughts on that, by the way. We could talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. As far as, uh, you know, the SoFi Stadium in Palm Beach, by the way, Palm Beach, home of the wealthiest individuals, probably outside of, I don't know where else in the United States. I think our boy, Alja, hold. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I think our, our Saudi boys, the Saudi investment fund was uh, was behind the chiseling of the foundation of the uh, SoFi Stadium in Palm Beach where the TGL was supposed to kick off in what, January? And now it's quote unquote delayed after, you know, I don't know. I, I think Liv's kind of picking up steam towards towards the end of the year. So I don't know. I, th- I think there's something there. I think some, there's some dots to connect, if you will. Um, I just, uh, I think the timing is very coincidental. I, I think the Saudis are are well beyond their means to figure something like this out. So I'll leave you with your thoughts on that. Why? <laughs> why? 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 Dude, you don't watch enough TV. I, I guess not. I guess I can't believe in that, in that little monologue, how many things you just said that are just out of this world. I don't even know where to start. So this, this reminds me, uh, we didn't, um, over the summer, we did a nice little, you know, Nick, you'd be a fan of this nice little Cape Cod trip, a bunch of couples, you know, and, but the the reason I bring that up is one of the themes was people were supposed to come up with their like conspiracy theories that they were going to like pitch and basically say, like, oh, I, you know, I think this is true because X, Y, and Z. Uh, so I feel like this would have been a great one to to just kind of pitch. But yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. But you you would have to Apparently a lot of conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theorists around the Cape Cod area. <laughs> right. And I know, Nick, I know, Nick, you're a big fan of the Cape Cod area. Um, but you would have had to come prepare with a full, you know, PowerPoint presentation to, to back up your theories. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I I honestly was like, I don't think the TGL is going to be anything that I, I honestly don't know what to expect out of it long term, but I was excited for it and like interested by it and at least to like check it out and then see what it was going to be about and how it looked. And and I was going to watch, you know, at least for a little bit. Um, so it's disappointing to hear now that it's um, going to be delayed, but um, like delayed. yeah. Yeah, I likely. I yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that's official. It doesn't look good. The I mean, the entire roof is is not on the roof anymore, which is a problem in that facility. Um, I did you say that you would take Rory McIlroy over Tiger Woods at some point? Yeah. I I will get we'll get back to the TGL, but did you lead off with something something like that? Post two thousand ten Tiger Woods. Uh, All right. Well. <laughs> I mean, who would you who would you I'm take? Not, like, I think I'm still lies. a minority of people that would say that. Though, well, you right? definitely, you know, you definitely are, and it's just wrong. Yeah. But that's at least like there's something behind that, like a little bit. What, what do you mean? Post like why he's awesome? I mean, he's 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 a badass man. Like he was. I mean, I think aside from Tiger, he's probably been the one prodigy that's actually worked out, right? 
And I don't know. I, I, I re, like, I've always respected his game. He's not a big dude. He's one of the longest hitters in the history of the game. Right. Like even when, like, this has been a long, this has been years in the making. Like even remember when Bryson was beefing up and like hitting three, whatever, 80 over uh Bay Hills, big pond there. Yeah. Rory did that. Like no. Rory, what two ten maybe one eighty maybe yeah. just a like pure like five seven like you don't need the the show of that Rory like out drove him all the time he just had more carry Bryson had more carry so like I've been defending Rory for a while I don't know I feel like he got a bad rap like in the mid two or two thousand tens and like I, I just think he's an awesome like ambassador for the game like he obviously like showed his true colors during the the PGA Live saga um, he I mean say what you want Ed like he did hold true to his cards the entire time. I guess, I guess I just, and by the way, all my critiques of Rory are off the course, Rory. I respect the game as much as you do. I think you know that. I mean, I will also say like the, the comparison between him and Tiger, even on the course for me stops with like just major record, especially recently, just like, he's just not, not that guy. Uh, I mean, he's a spectacular player, but off the course, I actually think like he's been as big a hypocrite as there's been, and there's been quite a few uh, in this like PGA Saudi live, like whole storyline that's been going on the last year and a half, two years. Um, and, and I mean, I guess everybody has, and everybody's looking out for, for themselves when it comes down to it. But like the entire flip-flop um, that he pulled when this merger was, was announced as being sort of something that might happen was, a in line with with everybody else, as I keep saying, like everybody sort of just flip flopped, but was also like a moment where he could actually could have gone like against the grain a little bit because he was so outspoken against the Saudi involvement and against Live. Um, and I think a like all of a sudden when the money is behind his product, like now it's sort of acceptable, like some of the stuff that's objectionable about uh, objectable about that like regime, and then like this sort of ties into my thoughts on the TGL. Like it's just to support like a cringe worthy golf product, uh, like the TGL and hate live so much. Like to me, they're both the exact same, like great golf, stupid, stupid, cringy, like prod, like gimmick of golf. And I, I don't know if you like, like they, they keep trying to do this and I know it's early, but I just don't know if we need to go beyond, like, let's just have people play golf with big stakes to get, viewers like i don't think we have to add all the gimmicks and teams and logos and this new indoor thing like i'll watch because tiger's involved and because i'll watch any golf but i think like the two are the exact same like stupid sort of uncharismatic product like just no hype it would, no nothing it'd be interesting to know how many guys you know there, there just have to be so many guys that are involved in, in the tgl that are going to do it simply because tiger's running it and they, i don't know how much they actually buy-in it doesn't seem like there's a lot of passion around the the teams that are forming you know, like the interviews that are being done it just seems like very contrived but um yeah but but i, I the speaking on the whole worry thing like i i think that you know he, he he is a phenomenal player and and i think that his talent can't be um questioned at all but i i think that like it depends what you're talking about i guess like in, in what capacity are, are you are you talking about the debate but i think like Nick, I guess if he if Tiger's like back like sort of battling back late two thousands and and kind of rounding into form around like 2018, 2019, and, and you put the two of them like head to head in match play, I, I don't you think that Rory just like crumbles in that scenario? Like if they're going head to head? Yeah, no I can't question. I can't disagree with that because he, he I mean he definitely is the king of like I'm gonna be behind for the first or the first three rounds and then like the last round I'll just like make a run to be top yeah. five. Yeah, like right. I'm not like I definitely get that he he's done that and but at the same token like he's he's kind of still like he does some, he does some shit like when he won the tour championship he was pretty much saying like like that means as much as like the the majors like I that's definitely insane get, like, that's insane I don't agree with yeah that. I don't agree. like I think yeah. that's stupid I think he's just saying that's almost like Patriot speak where he's just like saying the right thing at that time but. Yeah, I, I just think he's still won a shit ton. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, for me, it's more than anything. It's just his game. I think his game's just awesome. Um, but I, I do want to comment on the differences between TGL and Live and, like, what I think TGL has done right. All right. 
the NFL is kind of doing is like the colonization of like a city and what the NFL is doing with like the colonization of a country. Like I, I already feel like a sense of belonging to the Boston common, not because Rory's involved. Um, and my man, Keegan, what does that look? That's <laughs> it's, it's the worst name. Wait, I thought you I said you couldn't see Ed's face. I, <laughs> I'm staring through uh, the sign. I was so, so upset. I, I think it's cool. Like I like it. It'll naturally give us it. Like, dude, what am I going to root for? The Crushers or or Boston Common? I'm going to root for the teams. Jupiter, whatever the Jupiter team is in the TGL. I would say like that's the one with Tiger, reality. right? Well, like that's not reality though. Like it's uh, I th- I think they're smart to do it that way instead of like what Liv is doing and just have it be like, oh, this is Bryson's stupid ass team with their dumb name. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with you from that from that standpoint, Nick. I think there needs to be like some sort of um, like geographical representation for each team. I think that that yeah, people will just buy into it from that standpoint. Now, like like the is like the the golf pitch like logo super corny and the way they roll it out super corny. Yes, of course, but like I, I think the idea like you again we said Ed we said this back when live happened and I kind of like shit on I can remember this on, on a previous pod I kind of like shit on some of the teams and saying like is anyone out there buying like four aces gear and you kind of came back and said like well yeah but it's still early right like you gotta yeah. give this time this shit like it ha- needs time to develop um so I you know it's it just all it all feels so like they're just trying so hard and and then i guess that's what you have to do when you're starting from scratch but um yeah i guess i guess it'll just take time and we'll see but i don't know i, I, was, I don't have a great i don't have a great counter argument for they're trying too hard and i also agree with like the geographical thing but if i'm playing devil's advocate and believe me like i'm as I'm I'm as not big a fan of both these products, but I also believe like we're way too early to make a determination on the concept. If live, and this is what I sort of think is going to happen with those teams and sort of is already unofficially happening. They're sort of reaching, like trying to reach like the world. And, you know, they're going to have their Chilean team, their Australian team, their English team. And you're sort of talking to like a, a bigger map than just like cities. Of, well, I guess, a, yeah, a, a bigger scale map than just cities in the U.S. Um, and with sort of international money involved, like there's they're truly trying to make it an international product. Like I know they have uh, a big tournament going on in Asia this year. They're the only to, you know, only tour that goes to Australia. That was, you know, love or hate, like the actual presentation of the product. They had like a ton of people in Australia. And, and you know, that's that's not something if there is any aspect of golf at all, like as a totality that live has over the PGA, I do think it's the potential to sort of reach a, a worldwide audience. Now that worldwide audience may be way smaller than like the American audience that the PGA gets, but I just think it's a bigger, their, their mission I think is just different. That's a really good point about I mean, you're right. Like they kind of, I'm sure it wasn't subconscious, but like they have like a Chilean team with like Neiman and they have, you know, Alter right. and the Spaniards like Sir, you know, Sergio, Ch- Chakara, like the, and all the Australians, obviously the English people all together, a couple American teams, like one cool one, one corny one. Like, you know, I know. I think they, I think like their problems, they almost just like took, they took what they could get. Honestly, they got the biggest names, but unfortunately, the biggest names that were willing to lose, like leave, were just like the biggest douchebags on the PGA Tour. For the yeah. most part, yeah. So yeah. Like, hey, but eyeball, eyeball drawers, drawers, like you know, obviously all douchebags. I I like most of them, but there's no denying like the douchebaggery. But ratings draws, like say what you want, like DJ is sort of still like a ratings draw. Well, Brooke Kepka. Really <laughs> well, that's because they're that's because they're like streaming on the CW network. Like that's yeah. you can't you can't watch it if you try. But that's a whole other yeah. story, you know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. They're kind of like going from like a a backward approach but they're going international before kind of focusing on like here let's have a boston team and like yeah which selfishly is an american that it sounds like i'd rather have like here is a boston team but i get it like i get the other perspective um yeah well like i'm sure the brits want their own team and like that makes a lot more sense than like the pga tour where everything right. is really within you know our country yeah Although, i would also say like, Wait, wait until they just start being able to play on the PGA this year or next year and see what might happen. Like, you know, they, these these things are all going to be the same in a couple months. So 
if these guys can play every week when they're not playing live, like, does that get more eyeballs? Like if they start winning tournaments or getting in the press and creating headlines, like, I think that's, that's not, that's not implausible. Speaking of, I mean, going back to TGL, did you guys see the Atlanta team and how like beef that is compared to Boston's? It's like JT's team, which I like JT, but like the rest of the team is just ass. I didn't yes. see much on it. I saw that I saw they sort of like released out their their team, and I saw who was on it, but I, I didn't see. Um, lover. Yeah. Why is that guy part of this? <laughs> hey, he was he was like the best golfer in the world for like a three week stretch of real oh, time. Yeah. Almost Ryder you Cup know, teammate. You know those guys just like fade. Like we'll never hear that. No, guy's of name. course, of course, probably. But, like not. I, I saw that team. Like, God damn it, that sucks. So I don't know. I I honestly haven't even looked at the other teams yet. Besides Boston, I think the concept does it, it's pretty stupid, but I'm willing to. I think they're doing it to attract the next generation of people, to be honest. Like everything is going to be going that route, unfortunately. Um, but I think that's why they're doing that. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I don't hate the live format. Which part? Shotgun? Yeah. That, but yeah. I, I just. I think the way they do the team format is stupid. I just don't. I don't know why they just don't do match play. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah. Just go back. They, to like literally do the Ryder Cup format. Right. Like that's it. Everyone they, will watch that. They did it in the championship. Like so, they sort of had just like bracket, like team match play, like bracket style. It was pretty good. Like honestly, it was. You know, like I said, I watch because it's golf. But when, I guess to your point, like when it's not. You know, three holes to go. The leaders at fifteen under in the first round. <laughs> like it's, uh... it's uh, yeah, it's it's dumb as hell. Like they just they they kind of overdid it. Like TGL is doing the same thing. It's just I don't really understand it. Um, no six hole six hole matches, right? If I remember correctly, is it all par three? Is I, that what it is? I don't think so. I, I so I heard, and this is also a cool thing about the TGL is that. You know how uh, stadiums like roll in their like their grass from like a different field, like in football, like they like grow yeah, it off site like, and like garden. roll it into the stadium. They're rolling in uh, like a whole field of just driving range, like turf for them to them to hit on because none of these guys will play off the uh, off the mat. It's great. I that's why I just trust Tiger and Rory to like bring it. Like I, there's, there's something behind this. There's, there's a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, if he's if he's hitting golf balls on television, he being Tiger, not Rory. If if he is hitting golf balls on television, people are going to watch no matter what. So they have that. That's like the ultimate trump card. And they're going to be on a major. What never are they on ESPN? ESPN, yeah. They're already doing better than uh, I get. I mean, ESPN is not like you know, it's not NBC. It's the next you know, one step down from like the mainstream, (laughs) but. It's a nice middle ground between the CW and right. No, it's not <laughs> C- CW streaming. I think CW has got some good '90s movies on it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> cut into the golf content. Also. That's true. It's true. <laughs> that was an amazing moment this past year. I mean, like I said, I defend Live, but when they're in a playoff and they're cutting to like a rerun of like some sitcom, I like couldn't help but just start laughing. Like, it's so good. No, but I, I agree with your point, Nick, about like, I think that's how they're like the audience that they're trying to reach. I know, I know you said you didn't watch, but Ed and I, I know not to get into this either, because we've got to get to the NFL soon here. But um, the the Netflix Cup, if you caught that this this past week on Netflix, yeah, it's just so like there, it appeals so much to like the ADHD, like can't right. keep your attention on anything for a second like <laughs> mindset like there are people like ch- like chiming in on the audio like at every two seconds you don't know what's going on like they're they're they do a like a speed hole on the first hole where you're like you also don't know what's going on they're like racing down the, the hole you don't know the result after the players don't know the results after it's just it's literally like actual chaos everything like it's golf without actually focusing on like any of the golf almost it's it's like everything else that you possibly uh might be interested in which i think unfortunately is like the majority of what people are interested in who say they're like interested in watching golf on tv they're they're not really it's more like what else can you add to it that that will make them interested you know that's a good point yeah like there's a couple things to that one is like they're this whole generation is going to miss out on the beauty of sitting down on your couch for like eight hours on a Sunday in February. Yep. 
freaking yeah. New England when it's disgusting out and like watching this beautiful landscape in like Florida and like a, a wonder, like an awesome back nine, like chase, like in at Pebble or something. I don't know. Like they're going to miss out on that. But too, like, I think it's just follow the money, which, which sucks too. It's like a lot of it's going to YouTubers yeah, and like, like podcasters and stuff like that. Like it, it it's just changing, which is kind of strange. And I don't know. Cause I, I genuinely don't think a lot of those YouTubers are, are anywhere near professional golf level. Right. Right. You, I don't right. think so. No, that, yeah. No. Not. I mean, some of them are some of them are very good, but there are a lot of people that are very good, like at every they're course you play at. So, yeah, they're just kind of like entertainers, which I don't, I don't know, like that's disappointing. But there's always, I mean, the PGA is not going to go away. For yeah, I don't know. I hope not. No, I I agree with that. Unless unless the rumors are true and Fenway Sports Group is investing in the PGA, if that happens, the PGA might actually fold because they destroy everything. So Sam Kennedy, that's right, my guy. My guy destroys every team that I like uh, <laughs> and tough. Um, yeah, that Netflix thing, like I think, I guess this is like a, like a, maybe like a year plus thing. I'm actually starting to feel old now because like sporting events, like feature people that are on YouTube that have this content. And I just literally have no idea who they are, like no idea who they are, what they do. And I'm just like, I am starting to be like my parents were when they would like catch me watching TV. Like when I was young, it's like a real moment. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Yeah. I, it's just I mean, like, yeah, the, like, the guests they talk about bringing on there, they're like, yeah, we got Steve Aoki back here. I'm like, I, like, I, okay. I, like I loosely know who that is, but like, I don't, I don't care about him. I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to hear. It's yeah. That might be brutal. Like I just like pure golf. Like Nick, you said it. Like you tune in on hole one, you nap from hole four to like hole seven and a half, and then you're up and you catch the back nine, and it's like the just the greatest day. And all that is is just show me golf shots. And like for all the YouTube golf that I like too, I just find myself just I like watching people play golf. I don't like. I don't like watching people try to make golf entertaining. Like, it's just, I don't know. Might be like Maybe a collagen. What's that? The, the long, the long drive guy gets on my nerves so much. Yes. The dude, the big dude with, Oh, Oh, the Berkshire. I thought you meant like the British dude with like the chin strap. Yeah. Probably the He's on everything. He's on everything. Like, you do one thing really, really well. Congrats. Like there's a reason you're not like playing professional golf. Like I, no one cares besides a very small segment of the population. That yep. guy, that guy drives me nuts. That's, that's how like I feel price. about the. That's how I feel about the good, good guys. I don't, I don't like them don't at all, at all, at all. Well, the only, the only time I've seen him actually play a competitive golf round without editing the video and posting it later, is him cold shanking a ball uh, off the toe yeah. into the crowd off the first tee, um, and he, he's got a good swing. Uh, but there's a funny, like, there's a funny sort of Instagram reel that has like a uh, golf before the editing and golf after the editing. And it's like, you see this dude top the ball, but the ball tracer is like, oh, like perfectly apexed, like yeah. the pin. Oh, five feet. And I do feel like that's what a lot of these dudes do is like just not just cheat. So it's entertainment. Yeah. And like they can't do it in pressure situations either. Right. Like it's just, I hate right. it. That drives me nuts. Right. Although that that cold shank was like amazing to watch him like almost kill. I, I was sort of like one percent of me was like, I, I I hope he's actually killed this person because that would be a, like that would be the end of his channel. But yeah, unfortunately, no such luck. Uh, next time. Yep. Yep. All right. Natural transition into what we do best on this podcast. Uh, which is what uh, I'll say it this way. What I used to do pretty good on this podcast, which is pick NFL games. Uh, I am on a scorching hot streak of two and eight over the last two weeks. Uh, I'm below the Mendoza line on the season. Uh, I'm reeling. Um, our guests are scorching hot. So Nick, like some, you know, big shoes to fill here. And Kev, you've pulled ahead in the season rankings. Um, but for the first time in a long time, I actually feel good about this slate. Uh, so I'm excited to get to the football. You got any any strong takes about football, Nick? I know, you know, I've heard yeah. about your Patriots opinions. And let me like let me just start with this. Do you actually think Malik Cunningham should be playing quarterback for this team? God, no. Okay. All right. I, I All right. You just say that to 
Honestly, no, I honestly think they should just stick with Mac. Like Bailey yep. Zappi stinks. It's like the re the realization of oh shit, we gotta watch this idiot like play quarterback for the what how many weeks are left? Seven? Yeah, I think so. Eight. Like, seven more games of Bailey Zappi sounds awful. And it's not Will like even as a Florida fan, Will Greer. I mean, throwbacks when he got busted for steroids that one year. Um like he's not it either. Like he's He's five years into the league. He's like, what, 28? He's yeah. terrible. Like, he's not good. So you might as well just wheel Mac Jones out there and just, like, keep tanking, man. I'm with you. Let's I'll tank. Think. Like, I'm so down for that. I, I, yep. I, I, I'm still in on Caleb Williams. Yep. I don't know I'm, how I that's... Too. I'm too. Yeah, like, I don't care about the crying. I don't care. Just care that he can throw the damn football. That's <laughs> all yeah. I care about. Like, yeah. uh, but no, dude, like I've been, I've been, I hate to say it, dude, but I, I've not been on the Bill We Trust regime in four or five years, maybe. You know that. All right. I do. I do. I disagree. But with that said, like it's, it's, there's a lot of evidence that I can point to that sort of disproves my belief, but I'm still, I'm still on board. People forget that the last year they had with Brady, they stunk. Yep. It, Their offense was awful. Yeah, it turns out that when you never hit on receivers or any skill positions, no matter how hard you try, your offense is just going to stink. The the 2022 20, the Cole Strange draft, right? Yeah, that draft is all bad now, and like that was that was after like the macro transition, and I don't know. Like I heard the story. This is 2021, but I heard the story. Like this is off of Felger MS, where oh god, I guess Belichick. When they drafted Mac Jones, like went around the room and saying, like, you guys all good with this? Like getting everyone's opinion, like making yeah. sure that he's you guys all wanted him. Sorry. Like oh. it, it just it just seems like severe like mismanagement. And I think the whole craft I think craft's involved too. Like I, I think that whole like dynamic got fucked up and Mac probably wasn't his guy. And, and and that was really the start of it. But at the same token, Bill could not draft offense. He could never draft offense. Even, I mean, back to probably up until the Hernandez draft, right? Hernandez and Grok. I don't know. Tom Brady's pretty good. Drafted I'm him, saying right? Hernandez, Grok, after that. There's, there was no yeah. one. Edelman. Aaron Dobson. Well. Edelman right? Hey, Aaron Dobson was pretty good for a year. Malcolm Mitchell was good for a couple of years before he got hurt. Yeah. But I, I would, Tom Brady. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. I I do I I'm starting to think he just may not be very good at evaluating offensive talent. He he like literally never ever misses on defense. Uh like yeah. but he almost Our defense never really hits. Yeah, no, I they were elite before the injuries. I will say this though, like can you say somebody that sucks at drafting offense is bad if he's drafted the greatest quarterback and greatest tight end of all time. I Like, that's two Hall no. of Fame hits. I don't know. I mean, come on. Brady is like, who could see that coming? Nobody. But he he drafted him. I mean... I give him credit. I, I give him more credit for starting Brady over Bledsoe after Bledsoe came back than I do for giving him credit for drafting Brady. All right, it's reasonable. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like uh, that? Wasn't even uh, Belichick's pick? I don't think. I think uh, the, the Brady pick. Brady was else's. Brady was his pick. I'm not going to let you take that from him because it's the uh, only case that I have. So, <laughs> but I, you know what he did with Ernie Adams though? Like, remember with uh, what's his name, Trey Nixon or fuck's his name? Yeah, yeah. He did a similar thing with one of the scouts uh, that was that was pretty much all over Brady before he retired, and he drafted Brady. I but I will, I'm not going to take that away from Belichick. I'm 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 going to say that right now. Like all he right. could have easily like not started him. So I we're many Super Bowl later, and now this is the unfortunate state we're at. Are we going to be underdogs against the Giants in two weeks? Is there a chance no. that we could that could happen? At wait. At New York, not if it's a not up? if wa if Washington is favored by nine and a half against them this week. I don't think the Patriots can be under. 
this is a as close to a must lose game as there's ever been in Patriots history. Like this is it right here. We need to drop this one because this I think will lock us into like the top like three, which is franchise altering. Cannot win this. Cannot do it. What? What? Besides Daniel Jones, what happened to the Giants from last year? <laughs> uh, their their offensive line and I think regression to the mean, like strong instant regression to the mean like they were you know what, out of control last year what did they just catch fire? like did, was there i honestly don't know like was their offensive line like did they lose people or i the offensive line was injured this year a lot um especially yeah. in those early games mike remember that remember that game early in the season where uh maybe it was dallas early in the season where Jones took like 10 sacks. They got blown out, but like more than the sacks he was taking, it was like literally instant pressure on every single down. Like that's been the story all season. But then I think it was just sort of like adjustment to like a sort of a gimmicky scheme. Like Dable's scheme is like very like collegey. And when you have like an average, like below average quarterback, in my opinion, like it just maybe just, it's easy to stop once you have had a year to prepare for it. I don't know. And Dable comes across as sort of an asshole this year now that he's losing a little bit. So maybe that's not helping. I like Dable. I don't know. I'd, I'd bring him back. I don't Did think he's going to get fired. I think it'd be a no. huge mistake if they fired him. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that. But they've they've sort of figured yeah. out his offense this year. But he's been a really good coordinator like everywhere he's been too. So yeah. it's tough to take that up. Like he made Josh Allen good. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He was really bad. Dayball. I don't know. Yeah, I have I have thoughts on Josh Allen Although too. Jo- yeah, gonna... Josh Allen. I don't know this year doesn't look great. It's been tough without him. Although, like, so the that Broncos win, which was it's oh just absolutely God. insane, claimed uh, a survival pool championship for me. Uh, for one, but for two, like all it took for the Broncos to win that game. Uh, on a last second field goal that had to be redone because defensive couldn't defense couldn't get the running amount of people on the field is and it was it wasn't like uh normally when you see the, the defense having too many players on no. the field you'll see like some fat guy trying to like running off, off to, and, and like just just missing the sideline but like yeah. a yard or two like they're locked comfortably in with guys, comfortably like, lined up like with, or twelve with, guys yeah. yeah. 11 in the box and like a, a 12th guy just like five yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's just like unreal. It, but you only get to that point if uh, the Bills can turn the ball over four times and not get punished. So I feel like oh I'm going to be I'm going to be on him this week, which I mean, I don't know if this will like kick us off for sort of our picks, but like love the Bills this week in a bounce back spot with an undervalued line um, and you know, I'm a big Jets fan, but I like this bounce back spot for Buffalo at home. Uh, again, I think the line sort of influenced by that Monday night game. Like it's like the last thing everybody sees. Um, I just think it's too much offense for uh, Zach Wilson led offense to to score with. Um, so I really like the Bills to bounce back. Um, and yeah, I, I think that was like really like just a once. Like the Broncos are still bad, but the Bills had to do a lot to lose that game the other night. They might not be bad, man. Broncos might not be bad. Oh God, oh God. I mean, it to, like I said, it to, they needed four turnovers, and they still like they still needed all of that just to win. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like he's he's made Russell Wilson a serviceable quarterback again. Sean Payton, that is like that's that's pretty impressive. I, I do I do like your pick though with the Bills. I there's no way the Jets are going to beat them twice. I still can't believe they beat them the first go around. Right, and needed three three or four. Uh, I know three interceptions and maybe one fumble too to do that. Like I just think it's been a lot of turnovers for Buffalo. Like it can't they can't turn the ball over three plus times every single week. I hope maybe I hope I hope. <laughs> um. All right, I didn't mean to step on. Usually, you know, usually we let the guests go first and be courteous. I didn't mean to step on that. So, uh, Nick, why don't you why don't you go? All right. So I, I don't. This is kind of I'm kind of picking with my heart right now, just because uh, on the Patriots topic, um, probably the world's biggest Cardinals fan for the rest of the year. I think the Cardinals plus five with Kyler back, James Conner back, they looked a lot better. Kyler looked pretty good, honestly, last week. He looked solid. 
couple couple blips, but I mean, first game back, not awful. And I think the Texans are riding high and plus five. The Texans have no home field home field advantage. Like that doesn't exist there. Um, so I, I like the Cardinals plus five. Go Cards. I love that game. I like love that, that game. I yeah. had it. I had it earlier. I like it a lot. Texans, like again, like sort of like a you know, huge, huge win. Like sort of everybody was watching that, like maybe a little overvalue there. I didn't end up sticking on it, but I like, I like that side of that a lot, Nick. Yeah. yeah so they were, I, I mean, they were celebrating not to like, um, like pull a Felger mass here. Or like, I guess Gronk was even shitting on the Patriots for doing this, but like they were celebrating that like they won the Super Bowl, like the Patriots did against the Bills. Like that was weird. It, it ended up being the Super Bowl for the Patriots. So I don't, I don't blame them at that point, but good point. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like the Cardinals plus five. All right. Love that. Kev. All right. I'm gonna um lead off. We talked about this, you know, the AFC North just being a really tough division to sort of figure out. Um I believe it was the great uh Bill Parcells who said your record is what you are you are what your record says you are. Um don't do I'm this. I'm gonna just respectfully disagree. Um, I just think I was looking at this today, just looking at the, the Steelers. Both, so both the Steelers and the Browns are six and three. Um, the Steelers are the only team in the league with, with that kind of win loss record um, who have a negative 26 point differential on the year. Um, by comparison, the, the Los Angeles Rams have the same point differential and have the complete opposite record of three and six. Um, I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, but uh, Dorian, I'm take them. Dorian Thompson yeah. Robinson. Now yeah. I'm hearing Tom Brady. ATR. Too, oh, please, please. I think we'll he's good, he deserves Watch it. Out. He deserves it. We'll see. I don't. I don't really care who's playing quarterback. I don't think the Steelers are that good. Um, I'm going to take Cle- the Cleveland Browns at home, uh, rallying behind whoever's behind center, and uh, that's who I'm going to go with. I love that. I love that. The Steelers stink so much. It is insane that they're six and three. I think they have another stat that they've been outgained in every single game they've played this year and still are six and three. It's got to come to an end at some point. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm not on it because I'm not sure about the quarterback situation. But yeah, the Steelers yeah. I'm out on. That, that's starting to feel like they're going to sneak into the playoffs and then lose by like 35 in the wild card round. Their running game is so good, though. I know. No, Warren and like that, they're so good. So, like that's why I, I mean, I had the Steelers on that in that game. Unfortunately, you're, you're on them. All right. Yeah. All right. Our first area of disagreement. Uh, it's plus one, right? Is that what yep. you guys have? Yep. Plus, yeah, yeah. Plus one for the Steelers. Minus one for the Browns. All right. I'm not on that game, but I would be. I would be squarely on the Browns if I was. Um. Uh. Another team I can't quit uh, and that I'm going to be just, I guess, hurt by every single week is the Seahawks um, because I'm back on them again this week, uh, minus one at the Rams. Um, The Seahawks continue to find ways to win games and not cover. Uh, This one, they they can't win and not cover. So I I feel like I'm, I'm in good territory there. Uh, the most frustrating thing about this two and eight streak that I've been on is I've actually been on like the right side a lot, just like the winner of the game and just not covered games. And that's not how you win money. So that's sort of the point. But um, yeah, like if it were for just getting basically a pick em, um, I just think the Steel or the uh, the Seahawks are the far superior team here, just talent wise um, and in a divisional matchup like they're familiar. Just give me more talent. Um, and like I, like I said, a team that I will continue to believe in. Um, and even if they're not covering, I like that they're still winning games. So Seahawks, my second pick. I like that pick. I, I do too. I'm with stay. I'm with you, Ed. Right. I'm riding with the Seahawks again this week. Disappointed us last week. Tough, tough non-cover there. Um, but I, I'm gonna ride for one more week. And yeah, I just think they're much better than than the Rams. So all right. I love that. So we're s- screwed. <laughs> Chalk that up to a loss. <laughs> Unanimous picks are cursed. Uh, all right. Me next? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I don't know if I want to do this, but I got the Bears plus eight against the Lions. Yes. I got Lions natural letdown. I got Justin Fields back. Guy's got something to prove. I mean, they're they're talking about, you know, 
top two picks in the draft with with the the Bears and like going a different direction at quarterback. I like Fields, man. I like him coming back healthy. You know, a lot of people pick them to have a pretty good year this year, so I, I like the Bears plus uh, plus eight. The only thing that scares me is the it's, it's in Detroit. I, yeah, I like that, Nick. I didn't. Um, that game kind of scared me. I, I wanted to be on Detroit, but it felt like just the most square play of all time to me. So for that reason, I I stayed away. But um, now I, I like the I like the balls of going going with the Bears there. Wow. Yeah, I looked at that line and it was like a curious amount of points, but I just can't I can't be on the Bears in any matchup because like the blowout <laughs> potential is just off the charts. And I almost hate when I see like bad teams and like this week, like Carolina has a big spread and it's like, again, like curiously big, but also like not 13 and a half, which is curious. But I'm also like, I just know if I take this big spread, it's just going to be like 45 to seven. And that'll like, that'll be more frustrating than, than getting like good line value on a team. Um, There's been some blowouts this year too. Is it more than normal? It's been like college football, honestly. Yeah. I feel like like the top of the league and the bottom of the league are pretty separate this year. Like the bottom is like really bad. It's hard to believe like this Patriots team is as bad as it is, but still would be the favorite against like three or four teams in the league. Like when we go play the Jets, like in week 17, probably still going to be favorites in that game. Don't you think at home? No, no, I think the Patriots will be dogs. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't make me bet on them one more time by making them dogs in week 17. If it's in New York, they're definitely dogs. It's not. It's not. It's in New England. Okay, that's yeah. why in I'm New saying England, they're, they're not the better England, team. I but think, like, in New England, I Rogers, think the Patriots will be favored like minus one. Rodgers is, Rogers is not, not coming back. It's not happening, dude. You cannot. You can't come back from an Achilles in, in 12 weeks. You just can't. So... I won't not going to entertain him. He's also, I mean, that team might also be like four and 10 uh, at that point is also a factor in, in that statement by me. Um, Why didn't they just trade for some idiot veteran quarterback? Josh Jobs, man, for whatever Minnesota fifth rounder from Minnesota. I love Josh Jobs. So man. Good. I'm, I'm, He's I'm good. Really I have no record of this, obviously, but like when he was at Tennessee, I was like, this dude is way underrated. He was like a mini Cam Newton. He even has like a similar release. Yeah. I He's played awesome. I've been a fan. I'm on him again this week. Oh, I, I love he's, him. I love he's him. He's an astronaut. Yeah. I Yeah. All right. Well, there there's a little spoiler. Like Vikings. I, I love him. Again, like the Josh Dobbs-led Vikings. I don't think the Broncos should be favorited against any team. Uh, I like the Vikings offense way better than the Broncos offense. It basically, you know, if you're getting under a field goal, I always feel like you're just picking a side and I just like the Vikings to just win that game. Like big, like sort of like for Denver, like, like the blow your load game a little bit. Like that's such like an emotional win, like on TV, like easy letdown spot right here. Yeah. Let me, let me ride with Dobbs one more time. Weird yeah, take um, Broncos being good. Good for football. Good for the NFL. Are they? Ugh. Yeah, I think Broncos that people, being bad. I don't know. I think that people like want to rally behind Russell Wilson for whatever reason. I, I don't know why, but oh, no, yeah, they, no way. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that people do like the gen- the overall general public. Like, but like, like for us on this podcast, we're gonna shit on him. But like, I think that people like will be like, yeah, Russell Wilson, like he's back. Like this, yeah, <laughs> like you know, like, like people loved him in Seattle. Now they like now he's been in Denver and he's been doing all this like weird shit. People are a little bit off him, but I think in general, like if he starts playing well, I think people like the overall general public will start to love him again. Anyone check the forecast in that game yet? No, I've not. We're getting don't into care. November late season Denver, maybe some snow. Yeah, I don't I don't care. Okay. Dude, I saw I saw it. the Broncos offense play with my own eyes against the oh Bills. Like it was I was on so, so in bad. that game. Interesting. I took in that game, I took a, a prop parlay. Uh Josh Allen under passing yards, which was something like 285, which hit with with ease. Um, and then I took the Russell Wilson over passing prop, which was like 
two hundred on the dot, and he had something like one ninety eight or something. It was like the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. It's just like watching him. Like <laughs> he just that that one throw that he made um, for the touchdown, like on the left side of the end zone. I think it was right. his first touchdown pass. I still I've watched that replay like seven times, and I do not know how that pass was caught. Like that ball it's... was so far out of bounds. It's just oh my god, he he just. I, he, he, I don't think he's I don't think he's good at all. No. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. But I feel like he yeah, runs he runs into pressure so much. And that that throw, by the way, the lowest charted completion percentage from like whatever that advanced like metrics is uh on ESPN, like the lowest chance of completed pass, like based on the throw in the history of throws that they've charted. It felt that way too. So Ed, I'm on the I'm you on the Vikings. Say, let's go. I'm on dude. the Vikings with you. Uh, let's go. But I'm gonna go again. So I'm gonna go now here. So I uh, can give out one of my own plays. But I'm gonna take the Monday night game. Also, this is a tough game because uh, I hate both these teams so much. But uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Eagles plus two and a half um, over the Chiefs. I've been let's down go. pretty much all year on the Eagles, but um, I've been more down on the Chiefs. I think, and I think that the Eagles just have. Um, more talent across the board. So uh, I think they win that game outright. And yeah. It's a hundred percent with you. hundred percent with you on that play. That's a great pick. I I honestly, I don't think the chiefs are like, this is going to sound like a really old person thing to say. I don't think they're really focused on winning right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it feels like Mahomes is everyone, like ever, obviously the Kelsey shit, right? Like I don't want to get into that, but even Mahomes is kind of everywhere. He was at the nuggets game, right? Yep, he did. Uh, he was on the Netflix Cup. He did the live interview. And, uh, of course, he did. Really? He, yeah. he, was, he was on the main and, cast. Like, I, I just it just feels weird, right? Like, I, I don't remember Brady doing that shit or any New England Patriot doing that shit when they're in the the peak of their dynasties, plural. Hundred percent um, with I, you. I just, I, just uh, I don't. It just seems weird. It seems like they kind of they're they're not handling success well. And I think the Eagles, their their front seven is just going to absolutely demolish Mahomes. I'm maybe, I 100 percent agree with this. Maybe a Mahomes injury. He, <laughs> I can't maybe, I can't root for them. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. But no, absolutely would not root for that. But <laughs> but <laughs> uh, he doesn't. I don't know if you heard what he said about his underwear, which is like if you I, need another I, reason so, to root against him, like this is it. I don't dislike him. As I really a person. don't. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not an unlikable guy. No, I just hate like the, the media fellatio is just a lot. Like every oh single God. thing is just it's too much. But yeah. you hear that he he wears the same underwear every game and doesn't wash them until they lose. Like that's, that's the most literally the most disgusting thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. This game is going to just be absolutely insufferable from a commentary standpoint. 100%. But but, is it Monday night or or Sunday? It's Monday night, yeah. Uh, I mean, Buck and Aikman are okay. Tariq are not bad. Yeah, Yeah, Collinsworth. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Another (laughs) just look at this. Remember opening night? Was it Chiefs uh, Bill? It was definitely the Bills uh, last year. It was Tariko's first game, and that's when Josh Allen was at the top of his game, right? Like before he just shit the bed last year and this year. He threw a pick in his first drive, and in at the in the same breath, Tariko was like, and it wasn't his fault. Like, <laughs> yeah. you remember that? I do. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's you, like, all right, calm down, doing? man. It's okay. It's he okay. Like, yes, it, he threw a pick. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, it doesn't, doesn't mean he's that. not good, Mike. Just calm down. Calm down. It wasn't his fault. It's like I know oh exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. You somebody like so... uh, announcer like initial response is just so telling to like <laughs> like how they feel about the game and what they and the players that they that they want to do well. Yeah, it's just I know that guy stinks though. Ooh, <clears throat> is it my turn? Yeah, Wait, what? go for it. So I got Ravens plus three against the Bengals. Ah, uh, I was wondering if anyone was going to be on this game. Yeah, wow. I, I think 
I just uh, so many nightmares of playing night games in Baltimore. I just uh, I think they show up for for primetime games, and I don't know. The Minus, Bengals kind of stink. To be honest, I, I don't three, think they're right? That yeah, Ravens uh, minus three. Minus, minus three. three. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yep. Right. Yeah, I just I don't think the Bengals are very good this year. Like flat out, I just I don't I don't see it. Uh, T Higgins isn't playing either. I don't think. Right. So he's not. Yep. Future All Patriot right. T Higgins. Yeah, I got so yeah. Ravens minus three. All right. I like that. Couldn't pick that game. Hate Thursday night games, but interesting take there, Nick. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, this feels like this feels like if the Bengals are going to actually like try to convince people that they're going to make a run. I mean, they're sitting at the bottom of that division right now, um, which is crazy. If, if, right, which is nuts. But it feels like they they almost have to win this game. Needed know. they needed to win last week's game is what they needed to do. But sorry. Right. Oh, that's uh that was a tough one. Um all right, one more each here. Um I'll go. Give me the Chargers, uh minus three at the Packers. Um, just a big talent gap for me right there between those two teams. I uh, have no faith in the Packers offense. Uh yeah, it, it feels like a sucker's line. So I say that with with some caution, but I just I, I really think like the Chargers are just the much better football team. So um I always like picking that side of it. But again, no confidence A when I pick this team in general, but B because I feel like it's a weird, like curiously low line for such of what it I believe weird. is a talent gift. Yeah. It is strange how how close that is. That makes no sense unless something's up. Know. Chargers to do well in Lambeau in mid-November. I don't know. That's strange. Yeah. I saw that. I was the, like, what, what the hell's going on there? The only thing I'm worried about, and I don't think it should be like much, much higher, but I was expecting like four and a half, like like in that like area, not like not a field goal. Um, if Keenan Allen doesn't play, I don't think I would change my mind, but I would like this a lot less. And that's the only thing I feel like could make it this low. But I also don't think like receivers, regardless of how good we think they are, are like ever worth like that many points. So I don't know. But just yeah, big, big talent gap here. So give me what I think is more talent. Yeah, I like that pick. All right. All right. Whoever wants it. Go ahead, Nick. I got the the Jags over the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um Jags are like place the futures bet for them to be the AFC representation. Uh, in the Super Bowl this year, <laughs> I still think there's a chance, man. Could happen. Could happen. I still think there's a chance when they don't play San Francisco, coming off three losses, like they're pretty good. Uh, I mean, last week wasn't great for them, though. Um, oh, but they were never going to win that game. I feel like San Fran lost three straight, getting all their guys back, like all pissed off. Like also the best team in the league, so that was always going to be a tough game for them, but. Was I that, love the Jags. That was, that was that was in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I got, I got the Jags as well. So I have six and did you say six and a half or six? Uh I have yes. Six I see, and a half. I see six seven on DraftKings. I'll give you guys six and a half because I see that on the six Yahoo. And a half, yeah. We're riding. All right. Oh, no, I like sorry, that. Seven. All right. Whoever I like wants, that. Baby. I like that. I had that. I had that as one of the possibilities as well. Um, the only thing that worried me is just like desperate variable teams are like really tough to beat. So that's I'm I'm almost like more worried about a Titans cover than I am about a Jags win. Very confident that the Jags are going to win that game, but could definitely see that being one of those weird like Titan grinds it out games. Yeah, divisional game. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I but I I would have been on that side. And I th- like I said, I I do think the Jags are really good. So, and I think the, the Titans the are roster. really not good. So, the Jags roster is unbelievable. I agree. I agree. Are you are you worried about Trevor Lawrence? You're a college football guy more than more than us, I would say. Like, well, what is the deal? Like, when is when is he going to be this trans like this this like transcendent dude though? Ever? Never. Never. Okay. What sort of build is that? What's that? You sort of build as that coming out, right? Like, like just a can't like he's miss. Been like, hard man. Like he's yeah. he doesn't really have that competitive edge, you know. Like he's never going to be Brady or Peyton or or even like Andrew Luck, who has that talent. Like he just never had that. 
he was always surrounded by talent too. Like at Clemson, those teams were insane. Like they had ETN, they had Mike Williams, they had yeah. Uh, was T T Higgins was there too? I think, but yeah. like they, he just really never had that, and he still doesn't. I don't think. I think out of the draft, there were comments he made like he really doesn't care about football as much, right? Or like to be this. great, yeah, that's all you gotta. That's all you gotta care about. Like Brady is to an extreme. Like he will break up his family for it, but right. Like look at Mahomes. Like even Mahomes, really, like he truly cares about it. So I, I don't think he's. I think he's gonna be what he is right now. I think he's just going to be, he'll put up good stats. He'll have a pretty good team. He needs a good team around him, but he's never going to be a leader. Have you seen his like motivational, like pregame motivational stuff? No, I have not. It's pathetic. Not. It's not, it's not quite Garrett Cole, but it's pretty bad. All right. Wow. All right. That's, that's, that's tough. Like I sort of like them as sort of like a low key, like Super Bowl contender, but, if you're, you know, if that's if that's your billing for, um, for this dude, that's that's a little worrisome. I mean, he he also really hasn't faced a ton of adversity. Like maybe if he gets his teeth kicked in enough, he'll be like, oh, that actually does suck to lose. Yeah. Um, but right, I mean, I, I don't know. He did show up in the playoffs last year. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, on the same topic, uh. Caleb Williams or Drake May or Marvin Harrison over both of them. A couple things. All right. So if I had to take a quarterback first round, it's Caleb Williams. He's just way too good. Uh, I mean, some of the throws he makes are just, it's Mahomes esque. Like it really is. He's honestly, people like give him shit for not winning a lot right now, but Patrick Mahomes came from Texas tech. Like no one ever heard of the guy really before he was on the chiefs or, or before the draft. What I don't hate is if they go the route of take Marvin Harrison, say like a pick three or even like, I don't know, trade down to where you need to, if you're like one or two, and take Jaden Daniels from LSU. All right. That's been a, I've been a hot name. It's been a hot name. He's kind of nasty, man. Like he's uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Some, I don't know where they come up with the, the stat, but like big play throws they have in college football. He's second to Drake Met. So, like, I assume that means, like, a big arm throw, right? So, he must have a pretty big arm. I think he's just – I don't know. Like, scouting's weird. Like, the, he's, he's definitely skinny, but he's taller than Bryce Young. And I think he's got a yeah. better arm than Bryce Young, but he just didn't go to Alabama. Probably yeah. didn't have the hype. So I don't get it. I, I never understood the Bryce Young hype, but, like, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think having Marvin Harrison Jr. and, Jay, like, Jaden Daniels would be awesome. Or draft Marvin Harrison Jr. <clears> – <throat> Take a tackle and trade for my guy Justin Fields. Oh God. Oh God. Oh no. I don't want any of that. He is so you bad, man. man. He is so bad. I can't, I can't deal with that in my life. This year has been tough enough to watch. Dude, change of scenery and a stud receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. And and you were a Fields guy too. I, when, I was a Fields guy. I was a Fields guy in fantasy. In fantasy I don't think yeah. I don't think I was ever a believer in like the real life like the franchise quarterback. franchise quarterback Justin Fields. No. Listen, what coaching has that dude had? I know none. Our coaching. No, I get I get that. I get that. But he just like he can't like he just can't make like two yard throws. Like that's a problem. Remember when he played in Gillette two years ago? I do. Yeah, he ran all over the Patriots. I don't remember him throwing the ball, but I remember him just galloping in open space as Miles Bryant trailed four steps behind like every play that he's involved in. Shout out Zach, but I shit on Miles Bryant to him every single week. And he still I, I, Miles. Come on, I think he should be realistic about that. I'm not a big fan of he of him. Stinks, dude. Miles Bryant stinks nick He's speaking got, of i think i think zach when he was on the pod went four and one so you got a tough uh tough shoes to fill you gotta go five and out i think or at least four and one i'm gonna try my damnedest dude last week last <laughs> week four and one on the guest yeah all right big shoes well nick are you gonna like recap go... like my picks on this huh huh are you gonna like recap my picks on this too because we, we had some that yeah. doubled up right yeah okay cool yeah. yep you don't read you don't read the newsletter, dude. In, <laughs> I actually in, your, do. in your mailbox every <laughs> week, right at the bottom. <laughs> I do read it. <laughs> My uh speaking of which, I'm doing a volleyball uh 
thing, like write up this week in the newsletter, survivinggolf.substack.com about how uh, I think my career is probably over. So if you, if you're interested <laughs> in that, been over for like 10 years, <laughs> I just, I just played a two, I just played a two day tournament. Cause I thought I could still play and I can't, it's Dude, just, did you play the BU tournament? I, I saw did. you, I saw that. I'm like, Oh my God. I did. I play it. <laughs> I play it every year. It's 50% of my indoor volleyball commitment that in like a mediocre level co-ed fours league. I thought it would be like enough to like I'd play in a league this year. Like I'm sort of like back to it. No, dude, it's it's over. So, yeah, I, I, I make that announcement. Yeah, it's it's hard. I I don't remember the last time I played. I don't remember the last time I jumped. Jumping's hard. Problem. Yeah, jumping's hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to do it if if you don't you know if you don't have to. To your point, it's, I think uh, you, can, you can get through life pretty easily without it. Yeah, right. Like, when's the last time non-volleyball you would jump? There's very, very few times. Yeah. No reason. Yeah, right. Why we golf, dude? <laughs> yeah, right. I jumped in anger. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> Just yeah. get back in the cart and snap yeah. the club. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go, Nick, I see you got uh looks like a, a guitar in the background. You want to play a little something for the for the listeners on air here or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten to we've gotten to golf. We've gotten to Saudi conspiracy theories. We've had NFL picks. We've had a little volleyball talk. No musical serenade, dude, to cap this off right here. I have stage fright, dude. No way. Uh, no, I I respect fair that. Enough, I respect that. Enough. I respect <laughs> that. Well, dude, thanks for jumping on, man. This was good stuff. We really did hit it all. Uh, enjoyed this quite a bit. We'll have to have you back on uh, at some point once we rotate through everybody that we know. That'd be great. Appreciate you having me on. It was fun. All right, boys. Let's get a 5-0 and for the love of God. <laughs>